Welcome to another episode of Forever Faithful Podcast. I'm Brandon Fringle. Joined by me is my co-host, Christian Dyer. How are we doing today? Good, man. How about you? Good, good. So today we're going to start off with uh, the re-signing of the free agents that the Niners uh, pulled off today. You want to go ahead and start it off, Christian? Yeah, uh, I guess we can start off with the first big one, which was uh, which was Juice. Um, yeah, I was pretty pretty stoked to get Juice back. I I've known all all along how uh, essential he was to the offense. Um, you know, some Niner fans were like knocking it, saying that's too much pull uh, to pay a fullback. But you know, uh, he's not just a fullback. He's you know does everything. He blocks. He runs the ball. He catches the ball. He's such a big part of our offense. It's not like you're just getting a fullback who's going to pound it on third down and and fourth and short in the goal line. He does everything. So we're not just paying a fullback. We're paying a guy that does everything. So, you know, you got, like, people that, you know, that are, like, loving, like, Taysom Hill because he can do everything. I'm like, well, Juice was here doing that first. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that signing. Um, I don't even care what we had to pay him. I'm just glad he's back. I have to agree, man. I have to agree. Um, I was like waiting on that signing too when um, when they said that Juice resigned with us. I was I was ecstatic because he's just like you say he's a big part of our offense. So to have him back, it's great. Oh, Wait, what do you think about uh, Jason Verrett signing resigning? Oh man, dude, I was pretty stoked for that one because I didn't think we were getting it back. I thought he'd get a multi-year deal somewhere else. Um, he was fantastic last year. I think one of the best corners in the league, and we got him in a one-year deal. So um, I'm pretty stoked for that because, you know, I was really worried about the corner, corner position. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, getting Verrett back huge. I think it uh, kind of makes it easier. We don't have to really worry about drafting a corner in the first round anymore. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes me feel better. Um, I mean, the corners are in the first round would still be pretty good, but I think we're – we're okay not taking one now. Um, I think Verrett's going to ball out again. And I think next year, whether it's with us or somebody else, we'll get a big contract. Because if he plays the same – as good as he did last year, even better, he's definitely going to uh, get paid. So I'm glad to have him back for one more year. I hope we can sign him long-term eventually. But uh, that was a surprising signing. So it was, it was really cool to see happen because I did not see that coming. Same. I was really surprised that he uh, took that one-year, five-and-a-half mil deal. Um, I thought he was going to want more money, to be honest with you. But the fact that he wanted to come back with the Niners and uh, dominate again this coming up season, uh, that's that's great for us, honestly. We needed another corner, too. So that was a, that was a plus, for sure. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that the Niners must have a really good atmosphere because players – really seem to like it there and want to come back and are, are pretty sad when they can't uh, re-sign. Um, definitely seems like the Niners got a really good atmosphere over there. You have definitely. so many players that have so much good things to say about it and, you know, that are turning down other offers to come back. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Definitely does. And then, um, you know, us uh, waiting since Sunday um, about the trend. Williams uh, resigning. I'm sure you were like, dude, why is this taking so long? Because I know I was every single day. I was like, <laughs> why is this taking so long to resign him? And then uh, last night I tweeted out saying, um, I hope Trent Williams resigns and I see this in the morning. And sure enough, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went, I went to bed, you know, uh, I went to bed at what, like 11 o'clock. Um, I checked to see if there's any news there wasn't, so I went to bed. And then I, like, woke up, I think, 8 o'clock-ish. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, like, still groggy, and I grabbed my phone, and I was, like, looking. And I'm, like – and at first, the first thing I saw that we signed Alex Mack, and then I get down to the other all the other stuff that's on my phone and see that we <laughs> we signed Williams. And I was, like, holy crap. And then I seen how much we signed him for, and I was, like, oh, my God. I did not see that coming. I didn't see that much money coming, to be honest with you, either. I was like, million. yeah, I was, I was, uh, in shock, but you know what? It was worth it to be honest. 
Yeah, I mean you can't you can't let a player of that caliber walk, especially when all the the line troubles we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely now that we got him, our lines you know should be a lot more shored up. You know, so I'm pretty glad that we got him. I was one of the people thinking the longer it took, the less we chances we had to get him, and I didn't think he was coming back. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew he wanted to, I didn't think that the money would be right because, you know, it's a lot of money and we had a lot of guys to resign. So I wasn't sure if, uh, if we were getting it back. So I'd say I was definitely surprised this morning when I saw that notification. Same. And then to even top it off too is the Niners uh, signing Alex Mack. Oh, dude, I think that's awesome. I was I was happy about that one too. I'm like our o- our own line's freaking stacked now. I feel like. Oh yeah, dude, we're we're so much better. Like, I think with Mac because you know his stability. Um, you know he doesn't hasn't had a lot of injury issues which we needed because we've had so many injury issues at the center position. Mm-hmm. Having being able to share up the center position and a guy that can pass block the way Mac can, um, really it's really great. You know because then. We can finally just let Brunskill play at guard instead of having yeah. to move all over the place that he's had in the last couple of years. So that's really nice. And I think, you know, a lot of people have been hating on McGlinchey saying he's like the weakest part. But, I mean, he even said during the season that, you know, he's kind of a little bit um, on the lower end weight-wise mm-hmm. and that he plans on bulking up this offseason. So I think he'll be fine because he had like flashes during this season that he uh, where he played well. He just wasn't consistent all the time, and I think, you know, the weight has something to do with that, you know. He was pretty slim this past year, so if he bulks up, I think he'll be fine. I mean, there was one game where he completely shut down Aaron Darnold the whole game, so people are hating on him, but then he shuts down the best one of the best players in the league. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy that's got MVP, what, two or three times now? Mm-hmm. And uh, so our defensive player of the year, I think it is, whatever one they gave it, I think it's defensive player of the year. But he's won it like three times, and McGlinchey shut him down completely for the whole game, and people are hating on him. It's like he'll probably come back and, and kick ass next season, especially if he bulks up, he'll be just fine. Yeah, I think I think he'll come back this season, and, and I think he'll destroy that right that right side for sure. Um, yeah, because yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah, because Brunskill's on that side with him, so that as long as he's playing well, that side will be great, and then with. Uh, Lincoln Tomlinson being able to play with on the side with uh, uh, with Trent Williams, that'd be great. Yep. And then we have the leadership with Mac, and he knows Kyle's offense. He's played with him in two different uh, cities already. He's played with him in Atlanta and in Cleveland. So, you know, we're uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the season to see how that O line does. Because I mean, I feel like that O line's stocked up now especially with adding mac to it resigning trent thomason's gonna be looking good too on that side i mean i'm i can't wait finally have some protections especially for the backfield too you know for raheem and um oh yeah dude i'm i'm pretty stoked and if we can keep our running backs healthy we should be pretty good. We just as long as Jimmy and and, uh, and running backs can stay healthy, we'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Most starts literally with his speed. Of, of, you know, he's a home run waiting to happen. Yeah, I mean, he seriously. he can take it to the house from anywhere. He, he definitely can. And I think with the what we have on that O line, he's able to take advantage of that and take off. Yep, I'm just uh, I'm just wondering too now that uh, how we're gonna get um, or what we're gonna do to get a, a th- uh, receiver three. You know, losing losing Kendrick Bourne, uh, I think really hurts. You know, I don't think people really see how important he was to the team. I mean, he was like our go-to guy on third down. Mm-hmm. He was our go-to guy in the red zone. Um, he's fantastic route runner, totally underrated route runner, and um, he finds he always finds the spot to get open. That's why he always was open for third down and, and um, for touchdowns in the red zone. So trying to find a guy that can replace him is going to be uh, pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm i really worried about how we're going to fill that, that role because 
all the receivers I think still left in free agency are going to cost you much to replace him. Yeah. You know, like um, Curtis Samuel, just he's gone. So there's what Galladay I think is the best one available. Do you think he wants too much money though? I don't think. Oh we're, yeah. Yeah, we'd be able to afford him. The only the only receiver I think we, we could refo- um, afford that we could put in the slot and could get open might be Antonio Brown, but because he's such a head case, I don't think they'd ever even consider it. I don't think so either. Because we could probably afford him, but if he's going to go anywhere, it's just going to go back to to Tampa to play with Tom. Yeah, I I have a feeling uh, Antonio might go back to Tampa. To be honest with you. Yep. Um. But I just want to say, um, what's going on, Hive? How y'all doing today? Thank you for tuning in. But um, also wanted to point out, too, um, what do you think about uh, the Niners resigning um, Brian, uh, Buddy, Colohone, and uh, Daniel Helm? I don't even know. I, I don't even know those guys. I was, like, reading that earlier, and I was like, those names don't sound familiar. Are those guys the practice squad guys or what? To be honest with you, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I know about the cor- the cornerback a little bit. I know he played a little bit last year, but. Maybe I wasn't uh, paying attention, didn't catch him playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, also, too, is what's good is uh, they re-signed uh, Daniel jo- or DJ Jones. Um so yeah, that's a plus for our defense. I like that. I think um, losing Solomon Thomas and but getting re-signing DJ Jones is is good. Like it hurts maybe a little bit to lose Thomas, but getting Jones, uh, I don't feel that bad about losing Thomas. Mm-hmm. You know, for one, Thomas never really lived up his potential, so I don't I don't feel so bad. And he was going to get better money anyways. And um, I think we got a good a good deal for DJ Jones, and um, I think he'll play really well if he stays healthy. Our, our defensive line is going to be, I think, pretty good. Um, with uh, our interior with Armstead, Kinlaw, and Jones, I feel yeah. pretty good about that interior. And then um, also, too, is, I mean, I know we signed another defensive end. Um, why is his name coming to a blink right now? Um, Sosa, you know, uh, Samson Ebukam. Oh, yeah. Last name. He's he's gonna be savage with both on the other end. Yeah, he's. Like. Uh, I think he'll pretty, be pretty good. I think he's. Um, from what I'm looking at the numbers, like he's pretty similar to to Kerry Hyder. He may mm-hmm. be a little better, maybe a little quicker. Uh, but yeah, I think if we're not bringing back Hyder, I think he's a good replacement. So I don't think we'll lose a step on on that side um, mm-hmm. from the pass rush. And then with Bosa coming back, whoever's on the other side is going to be doing better anyways because. Plus, is going to be eating up them double teams all day. Yep. So well, that'll be an advantage for uh, for him to get on the other side too. So, mm-hmm. um, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, and then, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Our defensive line is going to be looking pretty solid if everybody stays healthy. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, I'd like to sign some a couple more guys, maybe, so we could have a little more of a rotation, mm-hmm. so we can keep them healthy. Hopefully, we can still we can still do that. Maybe we'll build more in the draft, get some late round guys that can fill in. Um, but I feel like the more that we uh, rotate and throughout this throughout the year um, and throughout the games, hopefully we can keep them healthy. Well, as long as we don't have to go back to MetLife Stadium, we should probably be able to keep our players healthy. <laughs> Oh, I think we're uh, playing at least one of the teams this coming up year. Yeah, I'm but this time we should play them at home. home. Away. <laughs> it should be home. We shouldn't play them. Uh, we shouldn't play them in MetLife two years in a row. So I would assume it's probably at home. Yeah. Um, who? What I wanted to ask you is um, now that we have uh, basically, I guess we filled in all of our main needs for right now. Who do you think uh, the Niners should go after uh, at twelve? Hmm. Well, that's a, that's the exciting thing about it. Now that we kind of fill up all our needs, uh, we could do anything with that pick. I'm sure a lot of people want to see a quarterback now, which I guess would make sense. Um, like maybe cap wall. 
uh, if we're drafting a quarterback, if we didn't want to um, get another guy, we got to pay. We get a cheap quarterback for the next couple of years if we do draft one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I want to draft one because I don't feel all that confident about drafting any of these guys other than Trevor Lawrence anyways. So really? I I think I think that they, they could go quarterback, but I think with it being so open and if they decide not to trade back, I wouldn't be surprised seeing like maybe um, that top tight end out of uh, Florida um, or a receiver because there's some pretty good receivers that we could get. I mean, if like, uh, you know, Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, or Devontae Smith are there, mm-hmm. like, you know, one of these guys that are good route runners, especially yeah. Devontae Smith because he's such a great route runner, w- would be great too. He'd be a good replacement for Bourne. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Waddle because Waddle's fast. Um, we just, you know, it would be good, nice to get a, a speedy uh, a third receiver. Um guys can get open on third down and whatnot to replace Bourne. So yeah. I'd like to maybe see the, them go receiver or, or something like that, go playmaker. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they maybe went, you know, uh, edge rusher again or if they did, did decide to go quarterback. Um, you never know. They could go quarterback, though. The way they pushed so hard to get all our guys back yeah, where we like- didn't have any needs and the way that they made sure to get Williams kind of tells me they're – there's a good chance they may draft a quarterback, um, you know, or, <laughs> you know, maybe they, they have something else in mind. But my my best bet is I'll probably take a quarterback, but I'd like to see a receiver. What, what do you think? Um, So I say they might take a quarterback, depending on, like, who's still, like, there. Um. I don't know why, but a lot of these mock drafts, they're now having like Justin Fields go all the way down to like a uh, the twenty fourth pick. Um, I don't know why, but I've been seeing that a lot on NFL Network. But I mean, it'd be nice to. Um, I would like to see the Niners draft Justin Fields, but I would also like them to probably draft an, another uh, receiver, just like you said. Or even like you know trade down and see what's available you know later on. I think that's the thing though is I think if we're still at twelve and Lance and Fields are there, they might take him. Yeah. Like if they don't trade up to get one, but somehow one of them falls in their lap at lap at twelve, they'd probably take it just because you know they're you know they're not really looking to stay with Jimmy if they can upgrade and if they I mean they probably might see it as an upgrade regardless of what I think personally, but if if they fall to 12, they'll probably take him. I mean, that could be – that. even if they fall, that could be this them taking best player available in their minds too. So yeah. that's kind of where I think the pick's at. I think the, the pick's at where if we stay at 12, we just take best player available or we trade back and t- still take best player available. But I don't really see any reason to trade back now because we have – you know, nine picks when we need to trade back. We don't need <laughs> nine picks is pen- plenty. I don't think we need any more. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, also, I do want to uh, point out um, just getting that little notification today um, that the Niners and Georgia's defensive end, as they use a jury, uh, has some virtual um, connection going. So I'm wondering if they're looking – they are looking at another edge rusher. Yeah, I've seen in some mock drafts that they were saying that the Niners would take Quiddy Pay maybe at twelve. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like if they are going to take an edge rusher, it would probably be trading back. I don't see why they would take one at twelve with all the other great talent at that that early in the draft. Yeah, I mean, you'd really be. I, I just think it'd be dumb to take a pass rusher that early. With you know, you'd be passing up on. Possibly, you know, some people think some good quarterbacks possibly or, you know, some of the top receivers will be there. Um, so I think I think at least two out of the three top receivers might be there at 12. And then there's you never know with the quarterback what's going to happen. But um, I think if we're going to stay at 12, I don't I don't see us taking a, a pass rusher. Um, I think we take a pass rusher. If, you know, we trade back is our best chance of taking a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. But I think depending on who is available at 12, um, 
will de- also honestly depend on what we do because if there's a certain player that drops and another team wants them, they might they might trade with us, and we can trade back and still get a, a decent pass rusher in the late in the first. I don't see any reason to to stay and take a pass rusher at twelve because there's so many players that are in different positions that are better. So it'd be interesting to see if they end up taking a pass rusher, which I'm kind of taking a, tired of taking pass rushers. I know it, it's it's been like a trend every single year. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, like Bosa, obviously that you take him no matter what. I mean, that's oh, the yeah, best definitely. player available, and he's he was the best player in the draft. I mean, the, he should have went number one overall. That's how good he is. But um, I'm hoping that we just we go offense. I think our defense is already good to go. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, because um, obviously we need, I think we need to, you know, uh, still address the safety position. But I think the safety position you could address in second or third round. You don't have to waste on the first round because second, third rounders can come in and start um, day one. So, yeah, I think, I think, yes, yeah, skilled position is the best. Like, uh, I think receiver, but I, I think because it's a, a pick we could do anything with, I think receiver is the best way to go because we have. Obviously, we have you know Ayuk and and uh, Samuel, mm-hmm. but we need we need one more guy, I think. Um, and we any need... of those guys, any of those top receivers, would be fantastic. Yeah, I think um, that third guy would be like more for like you know those those slant passes and stuff like that. That's pretty good. That's somebody that's going to be pretty good at that. Um, since you know, Ayuk and Deeb are mostly like kind of our deep guys in a way, you know. Yeah, I mean, Debo can do everything. I mean, he's yeah, definitely. I mean, he can, he's. I mean, even in the backfield, he he does phenomenal. So, I think with Jimmy staying healthy, I think Ayuk will be more of our deep threat because he's his, his long arms and the way he can go get the ball, mm-hmm. the high point the ball so well, he'll probably be our deep threat. So I think we just need another guy that can. Um, work the slot well and, and on the, you know, just get open in the space. Cause you know, Debo can just take the ball and then take it from anywhere. And then I, you can, can kind of take care of the deep routes. I think uh, we just need a guy that can for some of the intermediate stuff and find the, um, the open spot in some of the zone coverages and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, which I, I think Devonte Smith would be good. He's not a big guy, but he's a great route runner. He's a very fluid route runner. Um, so, he probably fit really well. Um, I like, I really like Jamar Chase at LSU. I don't know if he's more of an outside guy though, to go up and get the ball kind of like what we already have IU for. But at the same time, you get a guy like that, then you just put Debo in the, um, uh, you just put Debo in the uh, slot and Debo can do everything um, that way. So it would probably work with getting Jamar Chase too. And then I think we took, it got ended up getting Waddle. I think Waddle, uh, he could do everything just because of his speed. So yeah. I think he could even be our guy to take the top off the defense, which I think would open a lot for for like Kittle and stuff. So be kind of kind of interesting. Um, mm, Zach Wilson. So yeah, no, you, you're never going to sell me on <laughs> Zach Wilson. For some reason, none of you guys listen to me. I've told, I tell you, and I tell you, and I tell you, go and watch the film. That's not just from this year. And even mm-hmm. this year, you don't listen or say, like, he played Division three football. Like, he benefited because they played a bunch of nobodies. Like, he went from being a fifth-round talent, if they would have played their regular season this year, with if, if we didn't have COVID, to playing Division three and balling out because he played such terrible teams. And then the one decent team they played, they lost to. They lost to Coastal Carolina, and you're telling me he goes from the fifth round to a second round or second – overall quarterback behind Lawrence after playing like a nobody's when he was literally a fifth round talent fourth fifth, fourth or fifth round talent before they played a bunch of division three schools. And then, you know, everybody's like, Oh, he balled out. I'm like, okay, well, if you think that then go back and watch the year before and the year before watch him play, you know, division one football against guys that are going to go to the NFL and balling out in the NFL and watch, watch what he does. Watch his decision-making. <laughs> he throws a lot of interceptions against good talent because he doesn't make good decisions. Like, yeah, he has arm strength. 
but so yeah. does Jameis Winston. What does Jameis Winston do? Throw interceptions. Throw interceptions. Yeah. So I mean, unless you want the same guy, I mean, I I just I don't I don't get the one hit wonder stuff. Like people don't people like see it and then they just automatically think it's the same thing as seeing him play top talent, and it's just it's not. Like if he played good against top talent and then played even better, but he doesn't play really that great against the top talent. Like I go watch it. I mean, go watch the game against. Utah, where he was up by 20 points to Utah in the halfway through the third, throws in pick six, and Utah ends up coming back and winning the game. I mean, there was no reason for him to throw that pass. You're up by 20 points. Should we just be running the ball? Yeah. And, I mean, like, I, I, I just don't think he's that great. I mean, it's like, you know um, – I guess all these quarterbacks that are somewhat good that end up going in these late rounds, maybe we should just tell the schools, go play division three schools. Cause your quarterback will get it. He'll move up to the first round. Utah's quarterback, Tyler Huntley had a fantastic uh, career at the at Utah. And he went in the late rounds to, uh, or no, I think he ended up going being undrafted and getting signed by the, by the Ravens. So if we were to play division three, what if he had been a, in the first round? I mean, Zach Wilson grew up a Utah fan, and Utah didn't yeah. even recruit him. Utah's a power, a Pac-12 school didn't even recruit him, and he had to go to BYU because Utah wouldn't take him. Wow. And you're telling me a guy that actually played at Utah and had a great uh, – won the Pac-12. Um, the first quarterback to, to win back-to-back 12, Pac-12 uh, South um, – win the Pac-12 South uh, back-to-back for the first time in like 10, 15 years – Goes undrafted, and then the guy that that uh, they that that um, didn't get chosen to play at Utah is you telling me freaking one good year against Division three, all of a sudden he's the number two guy behind Trevor Lawrence, who's went to well, how many times did he go to the two out of the three years he was in the national championship? Yeah, and you're telling me Zach Wilson's second to him, and some people I've even said they'd rather take him over Lawrence. I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you think he's going number two in the draft? Dude, I really hope the Jets aren't stupid enough to take him because the Jets are a freaking shit show year after year. And taking Zach Wilson is just going to be like, hey, we're going to continue to be the shit show that we are. <laughs> yeah. They, they're, they're, everybody says all the interceptions that uh, Sam Darnold throws. Well, you guys aren't, that's not going to change. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I. I think I'm more sold on Justin Fields than I am Wilson, though. I mean, I'd rather have Justin Fields. Justin Fields showed he can he can ball out against top talent. One of the top defenses every year, Clemson, he balled out. So, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he didn't play good against uh, Alabama, but, I mean, he, he still showed he can play against top talent. Um, so, I think – Maybe he didn't play good against Alabama in the championship because of that back injury he had. So, um, oh, so, okay. So if I was t- choosing um, Wilson or Fields, uh, I would 100% take Fields. Fields has Fields has a strong arm. He obviously shows he's pretty a lot better at decision-making that I've seen. And, uh, mm-hmm. um he he does. He's not. I like that he doesn't uh, run first. He he stands in the pocket. I mean, the guy can run. He can move around, but he's a pocket passer. Yeah. Um, and he's a lot more proven than Wilson has. Wilson hasn't proved anything. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I know it was just a pro day, but I mean, just looking at how he threw and everything on his pro day, I mean, he has a good, really good arm. You know, and I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like he'd fit. Uh, the 49ers offense too on top of that. I mean, I worry too because you know, it's hard to trust a Ohio State quarterback because I mean, I don't know the last time one's actually uh, panned out in the NFL mm-hmm. and been a, a legit starter. Um, but maybe he's he's the one to change the trend because he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would even probably take Trey Lance. I would take Trey Lance over Wilson too. I, I haven't seen much of Trey Lance's game, but um, so I mean, I probably shouldn't make that comparison because I don't know enough about Trey Lance. But yeah, 
Uh, I, I personally, I wouldn't take any quarterback after Lawrence. That's just me. If I was going to choose between some, I can make a choice, but I'd rather um, not draft a quarterback. I feel like if you're going to draft a quarterback that you want to eventually be your starter, I think it should be worth it. And I just don't think it's worth it because you don't, it's not a for sure enough thing. Yeah. So you don't think any of these guys are worth it besides Lawrence? Mm-hmm. As uh, many years as it's been for us to find a replacement for Steve Young, I want to mm-hmm. feel be more sure when we when we try to draft a quarterback. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Um, I I don't know. Like I I don't see them. Like I want them to, but I don't see them drafting a quarterback at twelve. Yeah, I mean, the only way they'll do it is probably trading up to get one if they're going to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they end up staying put, like if we get to the you know eighth pick, eighth or ninth pick, and they haven't traded up yet, then they're not going to, and they're probably not going to take a quarterback because you got you know that it seems like after Lawrence, there's a good chance that. Um, the Jets are probably going to take a quarterback. They'll probably end up taking Wilson. And then um, I think because the Panthers need a quarterback, and they're at number nine, they'll either take Lance or Fields. So one of them will be available at 12. Mm-hmm. Probably not two, but one of them will be available, whether it's Field or Fields or Lance, um, unless somebody trades up in front of us and takes the other quarterback. There'll probably be one available. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth taking the taking the chance. Um, I'd rather just stick with Jimmy than than take a chance on a on a um, one of these quarterbacks. I'd rather just uh, get him another weapon. I'd rather draft a receiver because I think one of the three receivers will be available, whether it's Chase um, or uh, Smith. So and we get Waddle, you get a return specialist, which would, which would be nice too. Yeah. I guess we're just going to really have to see. I mean, because, I mean, this is only the first day of free agency, too. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe we get another receiver in free agency. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, I have to look and see which receivers are still available mm-hmm. um, to see if there might be one we can get. Um, I, I I wouldn't mind bringing back Jordan Reed for one more year. Um if he can stay healthy and Kittle can stay healthy, because we never really got to see Kyle's plan for uh, having Reed and Kittle on the field at the same time with it, you know, with, with Jimmy actually playing too. We never really got to um, get a chance to really see what his plan was with having two, you know, great tight ends playing together. So I'd like to, if we could maybe bring back Jordan Reed, because it doesn't seem like he's getting a lot of, a lot of looks from other teams. So, if he's yeah. if there's a chance to get him in another one year deal or something, I'd like to because I'd like to see what Kyle had in mind. Um, so, what do you think? Um, I think, like, I think they should. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to look to see, like, you know, who, what receivers are available right now. Um. But but I do want to say one thing. Um, what's that? That guy from um, Arizona Cardinals that they uh, just released. He's a free agent now. He's a outside linebacker. Oh, oh I, I think is it a linebacker or edge rusher? Um, the guy they just released. Yeah, they just released him. Riddick. Yes, I think that's so. the guy they were, they had linked to coming to the Niners, Riddick, before we signed the other guy. Yeah, I I mean I I was looking at him before they um signed the other guy, but also I I want to ask you this too. Do you think the Niners are going to re-sign Kwan? Uh probably not. Uh, I mean, yeah. they could maybe. If they can get him, I mean, he's he's a good slot receiver, and we still need to address the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're talking about Quan Williams, right? Yeah, Quan Williams. Okay, 
I was gonna say because yeah, there's two Quans that there's been two Quans that have played on the Niners. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> Quan Alexander too. Because the two Quans. So yeah, yeah Quan Williams. Uh, I, I it'd be nice to ring him back. He's he's great in the slot. Um, it'd be. I think it, it just depends on what we can get him for. I think the fact that we knew that we were gonna have to pay a lot for uh, for Trent yeah. Williams is is why we haven't been you know signed any of these guys yet i think um it really or they're probably waiting to let them test the market and see if we can get them come mm-hmm. back at a cheaper price i feel like yeah. that's maybe what they're doing with with williams and maybe uh jaquiski tart as well um the fact that we can't spend much more, that much more money um this year we have to kind of see if they test the waters don't find anything and then and then we can bring it back on a smaller deal so is that right with that- carolina yeah, they he signed with Carolina today. I didn't even see that. <laughs> so never mind. Um, yep. I didn't think well, we would after we signed uh, us the other guy anyway, the guy from the Rams. But yeah, he was cheaper. Yeah. I, I give you hundred percent. That's probably because he was cheaper. I, I think they liked Riddick, but Riddick was going to cost way more, and getting Trent Williams definitely was the most important thing. So. <laughs> we weren't going to overpay for any other position. Oh, if you, besides uh, Williams and Juice, all our other um, signings have been, um, you know, on the lower end and like uh, just they've been like team signings, like good for the team, not for the player. Mostly. Yeah. So like they're they're good for the player, but at the same time they've been more you know to help us with our cap space. So we haven't really had we're not going to have any more flashy signings. There's not going to be any more big signings or anything. So any yeah. player we get, it's going to be because we can get them for a, that cost, like for cheap. Um, any any players that want a big contract, like I haven't seen Riddick's contract, but I'm sure it's pretty decent. So I don't think there's any way we were going to afford him with um, having to pay Williams what we did. Yeah. And then um, I know we mentioned Curtis Samuel, but uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted right now that he's signing with Washington. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's a good pickup for Washington, actually. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good route runner. They're trying, man. They're really trying to build over there. Yeah, because I was looking at that contract earlier. I don't think the Niners could have afforded it because he would have been a great um, – he would have been a good addition, a good replacement for Bourne because of his route running. But – um, I thought we'd bring Bourne back. I didn't think he would get that much money, but I'm glad he did because he earned it because he's, he's such a great player and a hard worker. And I'm st- I'm freaking so pissed we didn't get didn't bring him back. Like he, I think besides Williams and Juice, he was my next guy I wanted to bring back the most, even more than Verrett. Like I wanted Verrett, but I really wanted Kendrick Bourne to come back. Yeah, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. So did I. Uh, when when uh when they announced that he was going to the Patriots, I was like, shit. Well, yeah, it's like, dude, and it sucks as he went from playing. He, he's like a fun loving guy. Now he's got to go play for the freaking, you know, Emperor Palpatine. Well, there's no fun. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, if Cam Newton could uh, be good this season, I think, I think Kendrick Bourne might have a good season over there. Oh, it's about time. Freaking uh, Belichick got smart and starting get some getting some weapons. I mean, the, the fact that they were blaming Cam all year with last year, like it was his fault. I mean, he had nobody to throw to. Now he's got yeah. some weapons. They'll, they'll probably ball on offense next year because Cam can still he can still play. Yeah, and they got him some more weapons. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Uh, I wanted to talk uh, about a little bit about the just the Sean Watson um, rumors going around. Um, what do you what do you think about all this that's going on today? Mm, I'm not talking just... about the little lawsuit crowd. I'm just talking about like he narrowed it down to the Niners and Broncos type thing and all that well, good it's, stuff. It's interesting because we keep we've been hearing like so many different teams. Like we hear the Jets and the Dolphins. Um, mm. that's been the strongest thing, but now we hear he doesn't want to play for either of them. And then I heard on top of that, that the, um, the Texans, if they were going to trade him, don't want to even 
trade him to any team in the AFC. Yeah. And um, so that leaves, that leaves you know, maybe, well, that leaves <laughs> us, but there's, I mean, the only, I think the only other team that would go out, the only other two teams that would go at him hard are the Bears and the Panthers. But at the same time, you know, he has to want to go there. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that gives us some leverage if we're one of the only teams that they can trade him to, mm-hmm. um, depending on what is true and what's not and where he actually wants to go. Yeah. If there's if they don't want to trade him to the AFC and there's only one one or two NFC teams, three teams that want to actually trade for him and only one he's willing to go to, mm-hmm. doesn't really give him a lot of um, – Leverage, but maybe they still have the leverage because they don't have to trade him at all. Yeah. And then he just sits because I don't think he'll ever play another down for them. But um, I think if he's available, I think 100% the Niners try to get him. The same way that the Bears went hard after uh, Russell Wilson, I think the Niners would do the same if if uh, Wilson's actually available. Yeah. Uh, Watson, I should say. Watson's Watson. actually available. Um. I, f- I feel like, too, uh, especially after the Texans uh, signed Tyrod Taylor, um, that that kind of gave me, like, like maybe I'm hoping by draft day something happens. See, I think that people are just – I think that just people gave people some hope and they were trying to find um, some something and making something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. I think they just need – they probably just needed a backup quarterback and brought one in. It could it could probably mean absolutely nothing. I just think people are so excited to see him go somewhere else. Yeah, the Niners fans are so excited for him to possibly come to the Niners that they're fine making something out of nothing because it probably means nothing. But it, you know, it's it's a talking point, I guess. But yeah, I at this point, I don't think they're going to trade him. Um, I think he's just going to sit. I think he's going to. They sit might. They might trade him. Um, but who knows? Um, things can get crazy here. The closer we get to draft day, you never yeah. know. I mean, Russell Wilson can be moved before draft day, apparently. So that's uh, true. We'll have to see, and then you know we kind of have to see with Wilson. There's a, or Watson. There's a lot going on with Wilson too. If he, you know, if Russell Wilson wants to stay with Seattle or not, whether they move him, which I, that, that's going to freaking really shake up our division if he. Oh leaves. yeah, definitely. And then with Watson, um, I don't know. You know, with the whole thing that happened last night, um, I don't know what to believe because just just sounds kind of fishy. It's just everything going on now. It's chaos going over going on over there in Houston now. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're telling me one of the most well liked guys, one of the most like respectful, nice guys in the league, and like he's known as one of the nicer guys by other players in the league mm-hmm. and stuff like that out of nowhere when he just be like right when he's trying to get traded, all of a sudden this comes out by apparently a lawyer that was Best possible neighbor, neighbor or friends with the owner. Yeah. And I mean, this owner is obviously not, I mean, they have terrible ownership and he's not the best guy. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they were trying to um, make it where no team would want to trade him. So he doesn't have no yeah. or trade for him. So he has no chance to, um, or choice but to play for them or just to do it to spite him, whatever, ruin his reputation. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I wouldn't look, I wouldn't see past it because, you know, now the NFL is not used to players having any power. Mm-hmm. And the fact that players in the NFL are starting to fight for their, for their right. power. Yeah. And their right to control some of their um, things, like kind of like the NBA players do. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of NFL owners aren't responding well to it, so you really never know. Um, I guess we'll have to, to wait and find out. But I like read the story of a little more into it, and it just it just sounds ridiculous. It does. It sounds non-believable. It's, it's a, apparently it's a massage therapist saying that he was trying to get her to freaking touch him, blah blah blah. And I'm like, that just sounds like such crap because you can literally go to any freaking massage parlor so many massage parlors and just pay for somebody to do that. Yeah. I, I, it just sounds like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, I don't, I don't believe one bit of it, to be honest. Um, but, uh, also wanted to, um, talk about what, I know it's only the first day of free agency, but, I mean, 
And like I said, you know, we have our needs and everything. And besides the receivers, do you think – what do you think uh, what else the Niners need to add to I'd be, the team? I'd be going hard at, at uh, bringing back Tart if we can. I mean, maybe there's another safety we could get, but that's we're, that's what we need. We need we need to be sure of at safety. Yeah, um, that's kind of what that's kind of the one hole we really still have. Mm-hmm. Um, really, what we, the, if we're going to have any more signings? It needs to be a safety and a slot corner. Okay. Um, so we could probably address slot corner in the draft. It's not yeah. too bad, but I think uh, I think bringing back Tart would be great because he's he's a really good player. He's underrated. I don't know if he's going to be too expensive or not, but if there's a chance to bring him back, we should because if we can sure up the safety position, maybe pretty good going in the draft. Can really do anything. Mm-hmm. But they maybe they might just try to uh, um, fill it in the draft too. You never know. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's why I'm thinking that maybe they'll go um, a, another cornerback at, at, at twelve, possibly. Hmm. So I was thinking that until we signed Verrett and uh, mostly, I don't think we're going to, yeah, um, true. I don't think we're going to get one because you'd be trying, you know, you'd be trying to get an outside starting quarterback, not a slot corner. If you're going to draft yeah. one that early. And mm-hmm. the fact that we don't need one, I don't think, I think it's just a wasted pick. Um, Just because, you know, we could get something that can kind of come in and start right away in an area that we need help at where we don't need help. The corner now that we've signed, Two of them. Um, I mean, it'd still be beneficial because, you know, we only have – like, we do only have Rhett for one year, but I think um, we're a better chance of going receiver or maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, edge rusher, uh, mm-hmm. depending. But I think of the of all the positions we're going to do in the first round, it'll either be quarterback, pass rusher, or receiver, I think. Yeah, I can see that happening, to be honest. Yeah, I I feel strongly they're gonna they're gonna draft a quarterback. I just I just I'm not sure which one though. I mean, you never know because um, you never know who Kyle likes because uh, I didn't see it I didn't see it coming that we were gonna draft Ayuk. I remember watching the draft last year and I really wanted uh, either um, who I'm trying to remember the names. Um, out of, what's his name out of Oklahoma. Um, I was hoping we could get him or um, – um, I'm just having a blank all of a sudden with names. Um, I was hoping maybe – I was hoping for maybe Ruggs too. I was going to say Ruggs. Um, Henry Ruggs. I was thinking of Ruggs. He's from Alabama. And then the other guy from Alabama that went to the Broncos. I was uh, thinking we were going to draft Eric one of Judy? those guys. Judy, yeah. I thought I wanted Judy, and I thought we'd draft Judy. And then we took uh, – you know, Kinlaw. obviously Kinlaw, <laughs> and I was just like, "What the?" F-? Yeah, I didn't see that coming, and then I was like, like "We took Ayuk," and um, Ayuk kind of caught me by surprise because I, I didn't really see us taking him, and I was kind of like not liking the pick at the moment. And then I, I think after it the season caught, he had, I like him a lot better now. But at first, yeah. I was like, "What the heck are we doing?" Yeah, I think it caught all of us by surprise when that happened in the first round. To be like, honest, because we were thinking they were going to draft a wide receiver. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. I knew IU could play, but I didn't know he was that great because, you know. But I, I guess I'm kind of biased on some of the Pac-12 players because I watch him play a lot. So, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like he was good, but I just didn't see him play that great when I seen him play when I watched him play. But that might not be his fault either because I mean, when they played Utah last the his last year he played with Arizona, I think we held him to 12 passing yards or something like that in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he didn't even really – He, I think he had the only catch for, for them uh, when we did play him, though. So, <laughs> And it's going to be interesting to see because um, I feel like there's still a lot out there in the free agency as well. Um, I just – I don't know if they're going to sign anybody else besides – because I know their main goal was to resign their own players – and they mm-hmm. did that, so it just depends what they're going to do next. Yeah, I have to see who's even available still. I don't know if there's a NFL, I wonder if they have a list. 
It's hard to let's see. It depends on who's still available and what we can, what we'd have to pay. Yeah, I'm surprised Galladay hasn't hasn't got signed yet. The great receiver, and he's still on the board. I know. Um, I really want to know if uh, I really want to know if the Niners. I mean, probably not because they already signed Duali. So, but. I really want them to re-sign Jordan Reed. I'd love to see him re-sign Jordan Reed. And then... Is Will Will Fuller still available? Yes, he is. But he... I think the, his injury problems, I don't think we'd ever... We'd even touch him. No. They're talking. Ooh, you know what? Who's another good one? I don't think anybody picked him up yet. Is uh, T.Y. Hilton injuries? Injury freaking. He yeah. can't stay healthy though. <laughs> you know who else has injuries? That's available too. Is Sammy Watkins. <laughs> yep. See, as I'm saying, all the receivers available. Everybody are injury prone. It's ridiculous. I mean, there's Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's a freaking. He's a joke. I feel like. I don't know. I mean, he's a good receiver. I just he's gonna want too much money though. That's for sure. Yep. I'm trying to see um, what receivers are still available. Um. So we got. I'm looking at it right now. Kenny uh, Galladay, Will Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, T.Y. Hilton, Antonio Brown, Rashad uh, Pyramid. Perriman? Yeah, Perriman. I don't think we'd bring him in either. Um, Sammy Watkins, uh, Josh Reynolds uh, from the Rams, Adam Humphreys from the Titans, and then uh, Kellen Cole from the Jaguars. Maybe Humphreys, but I, I don't see us. I don't think we're going to sign any receivers. I don't uh, think I we think, are either. I think Juju would cost too much, and I don't really want him because he cares more about his freaking social media than he does playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I saw that the Niners and Raiders were interested in Juju, but I mean, the Raiders can have him. Yeah, it's going to be too much money. We don't I have mean, it. There, there was talks that maybe the Niners would trade uh, with the Patriots for Nikhil Harry, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that could work. But Nikhil Harry's just a, he's another guy that just I don't know he he can go up and get the ball. He's a good route runner though, but I'm not sure we'd want him. But um, they were saying the Niners might look into trading for him. Yeah. I think we're better off just drafting one. So I know we only have – we have Raheem Mozart for running backs, right? Jamichael Hasty. Mm-hmm. Who else do we have? Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. So we're going to have to draft another one um, probably in third or fourth round. There's rumors uh, going around about uh, Philip Lindsay. Mm, injuries. That's what I was thinking too. I don't, I don't. I don't think we need them. I think we're good at the running back position, and we can just draft a rookie. Yeah, it's better just to get a rookie contract, anyways. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, let's see. See what we got. Um, I don't think we need tight ends. Offensive line, we're chilling. Defensive players. Any um, any defensive players that stand out to you that you would like them to sign? Oh, who's still available? I need to. I was uh, trying to find see if I can find a list, but from what I see right now, um, Adoree Jackson from the Titans. See, if we could get him cheap, we could we could pick him up and put him in the slot. Yeah, I could see that. He, he can. Uh, he's a returner too, so we could even have him returning kicks. Um, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, if we could get him cheap, maybe. I mean, I know Malcolm Butler is available too, mm-hmm. but I don't know if those guys are going to be cheap. Yeah, Butler, yeah. Um, we also got uh, Darius Williams from the Rams. Okay. Uh, J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. Um, Anthony Harris, safety from the Vikings, I think. Okay. 
I, I mean, I think our best bet would probably be re-signing Tart because he yeah not get much. Yeah, that's our best chance, and I think if we could bring um, Adore Jackson, if we could bring Adore Jackson or even Malcolm Butler in uh, for a one-year deal mm-hmm. for cheap, I wouldn't mind that. But I'm not sure if some of these guys are looking for bigger money. So some of these guys, if the, it's just going to really depend on how much, how long these guys stay um, unsigned. Like mm-hmm. I think the longer they stay unsigned, the better it is for the Niners because then they have a better chance to reach out and be like, hey, we'll give you, we'll give you this, um, you know, and then give them something at least enticing so that you know if they don't have anything else, at least they're coming to an, a contender, and um, then just going to anywhere. So the longer they stay in free agency. Um, the better it is for the Niners, I think, because the fact that we can't spend much, like any big money anymore, can probably do a lot of one, two year, maybe one or two year deals. Yeah, um, we'll probably uh, have to wait it out for um, closer to the draft. And if they're still available, then we'll probably be able to sign um, some guys um, to smaller contracts, and um, maybe we'll get lucky, and some guys that should get a contract won't, and we'll be able to bring them in. Yes, definitely. Um, I I guess we're going to just have to wait and see. I mean, it's only the first day, but <laughs> it's just the beginning of the new season, man. Yep. I don't think there'll be a lot more news in the Niners for a while. I don't think. I, don't think I mean, so. there might be a signing here or there, but I think um, a- after a week or two, maybe we'll see something. But I think all the big stuff's kind of done. And, um, It'll it'll won't be a lot won't be happening for a while until some guys have been in free agency for a while and we have a chance to see if we can afford them. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure if like the um, Niners front office is pretty content mm-hmm. uh, going into the draft, anyways, because they kind of brought back all the guys they wanted to. So yeah. now I'm sure if they're going to sign guys, it's just because they get lucky and can afford them. So I think. Um, I think now we'll just kind of have to sit and wait and get ready for the draft. Pretty stoked for the draft, though. Yeah, me too. I think it, it's it's going to be a good one this year, I feel like. Yep. Especially for how many draft picks we have. Oh, yeah, we have freaking a lot. So that's what the thing is with that, that many trades could be happening, all kinds of stuff be happening because we have so many draft picks. That's true. But, um, but it Real quick, uh, I just want to mention, um, I know they just released him today, Marquise Goodwin, but what do you think about that whole debacle going on when we received him back? <laughs> it was weird. It must have been some clause they added into the trade that if he didn't work out that uh, they get their pick back and we get uh, Goodwin yeah. back. I mean, he didn't even play a snap for them because he, he um, opted out this past year. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. I, I think that the – the Eagles should have just kept him. I mean, they don't have they gonna need help. And a speedy yeah. guy for a young quarterback can be helpful. So mm-hmm. they probably should have kept him, but I'm not surprised the Niners uh let him go. Yeah, neither am I. Um because I mean they they wanted to move on from him anyways. I mean he was injury prone anyways, so yeah. and um I'm kinda I'm happy that they finally restructured uh, D Ford's contract as well. Oh yeah, that was good. I mean, I would have rather just cut him. My I opinion. I mean, I think it would have cost him too much money to cut him. I know. I don't think. I think if we would have done it at the right time, it could have been helpful. But I got a feeling that Jed York's got a soft spot for injured, injury-prone guys. Yeah. This I isn't the first time that they've restructured contracts and kept or kept players that have been injured. I mean, we kept Jet for two extra years. Mm-hmm. Um, because of injuries, and then you know we've been given Ford a, a chance to get healthy and come back. So I think um, maybe just Jed York has a soft spot for guys getting injured and giving them a chance. Yeah, maybe. I think um, because I mean, even like this past year with all the injuries, I was I was just like, damn, dude. If Ford could come back healthy, wouldn't even right. be fair with him on the other side of Bosa. I can't even – it would just be – they'd be unstoppable, but he can't stay healthy, so we don't get to see how great that would actually be. Yeah, I mean, we've been waiting – we waited two years already, you know. Yeah, and I'm excited to see how Kinlaw plays with uh, Bosa fully healthy too. Same. 
I'm excited to see that. He kept getting he kept getting better um, throughout the year. So. Yep, and uh, you know I was watching his uh, uh, his Instagram story earlier today, and dude, this guy looks jacked up now, man. Like he's in phenomenal shape right now. Oh yeah, dude. He's I'm sure he'll have a great uh, second season. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He's only gonna get better and learn the game more. Yeah, I'm excited to see um, what happens this coming up season for sure with that whole front line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Um, just want to say thank you for joining us and um, to uh, make sure to subscribe to our channel. Appreciate it. And give us a follow on Instagram, Forever Faithful Podcast. And also give us a follow on the Twitter uh, FF Pod 49. I think that will do it for us, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Yep. Thanks, Thanks. guys.